How do you fall in front of your following? More so, how do you get back up after you have? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we have an important listener letter. Let's dive in. Heather, I write this to you with deep embarrassment and shame. Over the past few years, I have built a successful blog by detailing my weight loss journey. I have a large number of people following me, and while I don't make much money from it, I have enjoyed seeing the impact that I have had on other people's lives. What would they think of me if they found out that I'm now a fraud? How can I tell them the truth? How can I preach, do as I say, but not as I do? I don't know how to talk to them and was hoping you could help me find the words. Whew, I sure can. I want you to just take a deep breath. Because the first conversation you need to have is with yourself. Tune in on the other side of this break and I'll find my way back to you. First, we have to start with the conversation you're having with yourself about your recent weight gain. I don't know what your story is and I don't know what your history is, how you came to you know, gain all the weight initially, if it was a slow build over time, if you were struggling with eating disorder issues, there's a lot to your story that I don't know. And I'm going to be really careful because I don't want to fill the missing pieces with my own story. But based on what you're telling me, the, the story you're creating in response to your weight gain now, the recent weight gain after the weight loss, is largely a conversation you need to have with yourself. Because my guess is the shame and the embarrassment you're feeling is entirely with yourself for having done what you said you were going to do. You lost the weight. You figured it out. You got the skill set in. You got it down. And then you started sharing your story and impacting others. And then suddenly you've lost your way again. And my guess is all of the old stories you carried with yourself when you were a higher weight, when you were managing your weight, when you were in the up and down diet flow, trying every new program. And again, I'm sure I'm creating some stories about it, but I've talked to enough people over time and their weight loss journeys to know that it's a little bit of a familiar pattern here. But whatever the old story was that you had when you were overweight, my guess is you're revisiting those stories. They're all become true again for you now. They're staring you in the face and they're telling you, ha, you thought you had me beat, but I've got you. I told you all along you couldn't keep the weight off. I knew you'd fail. And now look at you. You're doing it in front of an audience. And that is your inner critic. That is not what your audience is thinking. Your inner critic is running your show right now and it's telling you a story and we need to help you find a new ending to this chapter because anyone who has struggled with weight loss, and I include myself in this story, I myself am in the middle of a weight gain that I can't seem to wrap my mind around and figure out. So I share in this journey with you a little bit here. Um, you, you're, you're chasing a ghost. You're chasing your old stories, but anybody who's currently in the struggle knows that it's just not easy. Sometimes losing the weight is easier than maintaining the weight loss. And there's all kinds of things that can get in our way. Sometimes our bodies get used to the kind of exercise we're doing. Sometimes we get bored with our diet and we start expanding things too much and we add things to our diet. We shouldn't, we get, you know, we lose control over portions. Anything can get in our way. 
But when we believe the negative story, when we believe the struggle about figuring out the answer is about who we are as people, that blocks our ability to solve the problem. And I think that's what you're finding yourself in the struggle about here. And I think I can get you out. What does it look like? What does your story look like if we start it with some self-compassion? What happens if you look at what's been going on, the things that you've been managing, the things you've tried, the things you've given up on, the frustration you've felt, and you're a little bit kinder to yourself? Again, I don't know what your story is. I don't know what you're bringing to the table. I don't know how this happened for you this time around, but I can tell you how it's happening for me. And it's happening for me a couple of years after I myself lost 50 pounds. And I figured it out, not really by changing my diet all that much, by like getting into super intense, heavy exercise. And I was exercising six days a week and boxing and doing martial arts training and HIIT workouts and Tabata workouts. And it was really, really working for me for a good period of time. And then the gym started changing its structure, and it wasn't as fun anymore. People weren't showing up. The community and the sense of togetherness that I had going to a a gym with a group of people started to fade. And then it became winter at some point last year, and it was easier to cook and make a nice meal and stay in than go out and deal with the snow. And then I kept thinking, I'll do this. I'll try this. And anytime I tried something and it didn't work right away, I was just abandoning it. And now here we are probably a year into this of mismanagement, of trying something, failing, giving up, ignoring, denying the problem. And you know the cycle I'm talking about. Um, And now I'm in this place where I'm living in temporary housing for God knows how long. I don't have my kitchen. I no longer have my gym. And I'm in a hotel gym. And again, there's all of these obstacles that are sitting in front of me. And if I simply tell myself the story, well, there you go again, Heather, you see, you did it, you knew you would. If that's the only story I tell, there's no way that I'm going to be prepared to solve the problem. I don't think I need to give myself a power, you know, a pile of excuses and say, well, it's fine. It's fine. You did your best because I know I haven't done my best. I know I phoned it in. I know I've stopped trying. I know I've given up. I know that I put it off to the side completely when I was in the process of moving out my condo because my mantra for that period of time was let it be easy and easy turned into takeout. So it's about recognizing how you got here. Have that conversation with yourself first. Nobody else needs to know. And the next conversation I started having with myself is, what am I willing to do about it? Given all these obstacles, given all these changes, given all the ways that it feels incredibly hard, challenging, and P.S. probably not worth it to me right now, what am I willing to do? And that's where I'm starting. And my willing to do list isn't going to solve the problem. Hopefully it'll just prevent the problem from getting worse. But you have to start with yourself and get a handle on yourself before you start telling your story publicly. And nobody in your following is going to care. But you need to get right with you first and get crystal clear on where you're at, what you're willing to do, what your plan is. And then you got to get clear on the goal. 
Are you looking to go back to the weight you were when you finally lost it all? Are you looking to change some lifestyle habits? Do you need more support? What's the story you have now about where you want to be? Because your answer might change. My answer has changed. I simply do not have the willpower, I think, is the right word for it, because it's a lie if I say I don't have the time. I don't have the mind space or the intention to give this issue as much time and attention as I used to give it. But I also don't want to stop caring about myself altogether. I don't like that I feel like more tired more easily and more run down more easily. I can feel the effects of the weight gain and I know I need to get a handle on it. And that is not going to happen if I beat myself up. And it's not going to happen if you beat yourself up. What we have to do is start with where we're at, accepting that sometimes it's a shit place and we don't want to be there. And we got here with sometimes the best of intentions and we tried our best. And sometimes we got here because we simply stopped trying. Whatever the story is, whatever the reason is, if you start with self-acceptance, you're going to find your way out a lot faster. It's a funny thing that's happening right now. Um, I wasn't planning on talking about any of this when I was answering your question. I wasn't going to talk about my own example, even though as soon as it came up in my inbox, I totally related to it. I was going to leave myself out to the side, um, and I was going to pretend you weren't also talking about me, because it's a little bit easier to do that, right, rather than own the truth. As I'm sitting here recording this, Knowing that on average 150 to 350 people a day listen to this show, and I'm now telling that many people that I too am in the struggle, that I too am having a hard time with this, I can tell you what's happening in real time. I'm breathing. It doesn't seem so bad. It doesn't seem like the world is ending. It doesn't seem like it's all falling apart and suddenly my listener audience is going to think, oh, she doesn't have that mindset stuff down. She's in the shit too, da, 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 da. That's not the story that's creating. The story that's getting created is, wow, we really all are in it together, aren't we? My story is, is in that average of 150 to 350 people a day who are listening to this, there's other people just like you and me who are in the struggle, who don't like the way they feel about themselves, who are mad at themselves, who can't find their way out of a paper bag, never mind to a healthy meal, all of that. It is a shared struggle. When you isolate yourself, when you keep it to yourself, it becomes bigger. It starts to rot you from the inside. And I could feel that happening as I started to talk to you. I could feel like, oh, that's what I've been doing. Because I did. I made a whole public display. I shared on Facebook. Everybody knew I lost 50 pounds. And I joined a martial arts gym. And I got into boxing. And it's really apparent to me in recent pictures how public my weight gain is. Because you know how it is, right? Like at some point nobody notices. And then it becomes that time when people notice. And I think that's what initially when I got your letter, I was going to play small and I wasn't going to say anything. As I'm talking to you, the healing is happening. My own self-acceptance and my own self-compassion is starting to connect. 
and reminding myself I've been here before, but that also means I can get out. And I think my challenge to you is to do the same thing with your audience. Because there's people reading your blog or following you on social media who think, wow, why is it so easy for her? How did she just figure it out and make it happen? How is it that she didn't like gain weight and relapse and have to re-lose re the weight and go back and find something new? The story that you're creating is they're going to hate you for this. And I got to tell you, there are going to be people who get joy out of your struggle. I am positive there's people who love that I am taken down a notch by the weight gain, that I've had a setback. Because it's not easy for people to see others simply shine nonstop. People like it and it makes them feel better about themselves. And there's nothing we can do about it. But my story and my guess is, is that when you start to tell people the story of how this has happened for you, what you're learning about the why it's happened, what you're learning about what you can do about it, and you share in the struggle, you are going to have your tribe wrap itself around you in a gigantic show of support because that's being real. And I have to tell you, I always connect better with people when I'm real, when they know that I'm in it with them, that I don't always have the answers, that I stumble and fall, and that I'm not perfect. But they also need to see you as a leader, and they need to see you get back up. And that starts with your choice, that you are worthy of getting back up, that you're capable of getting back up and that you're going to model for them in your perfectly imperfect way exactly how to do that. I think as leaders, particularly in moments of weakness, when we start to stumble and fall, the first instinct we have, the first story we tell ourselves is that we have to figure it out ourselves. We have to have the answers ourselves because after all, there's all these people looking up to us for how to do it and what to do next. And in this, in this instance, I'm kind of glad that I'm not in charge of leading people through a weight loss journey because I think they'd be shit out of luck with me right now. But that's your bag and that's your skill set and you have been there. And so you wrap yourself around knowing what you know. But then the next step is model for them how to ask for help. My challenge to you would be to share this podcast episode with your community. To show them that sometimes we don't have the answers. Sometimes we get caught up in ourselves and our negative stories and the things we have about ourselves and we can't get out of our own damn way. And even when we're the leaders, we sometimes get lost. We sometimes cannot find our way out of the darn paper bag without reaching out an arm and asking for help. Because that's what you need your community to do. Because if they only see the positive posts, if they only see the cheerleading posts, if they only see it when the story ends out happy, they don't have everything they need to know to be successful. And one of the things we all need to get better at is asking for help.
to get away from this idea that as leaders, we have to be islands and we have to be all knowing and provide all the answers that so many times people stay stuck because they don't know how to ask for help. And this letter is a perfect example of your willingness and ability to do that. And the next step as a leader is to show your community how. I know it's scary. I'm getting ready to hit publish on this episode and there's a part of me that wants to hit delete, delete, delete and I'll just send it to you privately and you and I can have our own little conversation back and forth. But that isn't the answer, right? That never works. The answer is to share, to own our truth, to be honest about who we are, what we do, and to hold both. And that is how I've gotten through this recent setback in my own way, is holding both. Because I have sucked at this. I don't choose right foods. I make lazy choices in the last minute. I give up when things get too hard. I say F it on a regular basis. And I have to own all of that. But with that, I am also owning that I've kicked all kinds of butt in this move. I have managed so many details. I've advocated for myself when services I've paid for haven't been delivered. I have planned ahead. I've planned backwards. I have done it all, and I'm really proud of what I've done. And along the way, I stopped taking care of myself at the level and the consistency that I wanted to. And I know that a part of it is because I tied my fitness and my workouts to my best friend. And now we don't have that anymore because I'm done with the gym. We've moved further away from the gym now. And so to me, some of that is a little bit of the loss playing out. So I know that it's the sadness. I know that it's all of that showing up in my body in that way. So I'm going to hold that sad and I'm going to hold that failure and that disappointment and discouragement I have with myself along with knowing I'm also doing my best and my best isn't half bad. I simply have to hold both and that's your challenge. I'm in it with you. I really encourage you to talk to your community because as soon as you do, you're going to get a gigantic virtual hug from them. I just know it. If you're struggling with anything and you want my two cents on your problem as you've listened into this conversation, I'd really like to help you out too. You can write to me at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. I think we started an important conversation here today. If you'd like to continue it, find me over on Facebook with the group Choose to Have It All, and I look forward to hosting and having you there. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you.